It's your bi-weekly comedy horror podcast. I'm your host, Faith, and today we've got Joe with us again. Hello. Hello, indeed. And today we'll be talking about slasher horror movies and uh, a little bit about the TV show. Um, oh, that was my stomach. Intentional sound effect. <laughs> yes. Apparently I haven't had enough biscuits tonight. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, a good selection of slasher films out because uh, you've got your... Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th, we've got Michael Myers from Halloween, and would you count um, Freddy Krueger as a, but not my Elm Street, as a slasher series? I think so, I mean it has a lot of the things for that for me that make it a, a slasher movie, I mean I'm, I'm by no means a, a connoisseur of, of slashers as you well know, but you know it's got the teens, it's got the, oh there's a there's a scary person chasing us with knives. I mean, whether it's a knife in the hand or knives, knives, knives for hands, <laughs> I think we could still, uh, for all intents and purposes, call it a slasher. Okay, kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah, you've got your uh, standalone ones as well, like the movie that I've talked about in a previous episode, Hellbent. There's, I think, all the boys love Mandy Lane. Counts as a slasher in a way. Yeah, you know, you've got the killers from the uh, Fair Straight trilogy as well. There's uh, the trilogy Cold Prey from um, like the Norwegian language horror slasher, which I think is quite a, quite a good film series actually. It's subtle, but it's um, it's not overly gory, which is nice. I don't think I've ever really heard someone else describe a slasher as subtle. Yeah, subtle's not quite the right one. I mean, it's it's in snowy mountains. And it's just very pretty. <laughs> yeah. I just I like that about it. Um, we've got the game Dead by Daylight with like the uh, original killers that the uh, game designers came up with, and you've got the um, sort of all the the classic characters that you would expect to find. I mean, it is basically slasher the game. Yeah, it's like here, fix this generator and try not to get stabbed or have a car- spell cast on you. Again, you know, for those people that listened to our last episode. Creepy generators in dark places. Stop it. Yeah, fair point. There's quite a few generators as well. <laughs> mm. So what uh, what do you want to focus on uh, on first? We've got, I mean, we've got a nice mix of, of TV shows and films. I think it's quite, I don't want to say unusual, but recently there seemed to have been a lot of, not a lot of, but a resurgence, a kind of renewed interest in things that would have traditionally ended up in a film that have been kind of spread over a series and you know and looked into a bit further I mean we all know sort of Dexter was one of the most successful I know it's you know stretching it to call it a slasher but you have a stabby stabby serial killer which in my mind makes it um makes it eligible but you know uh we I mean we've we've been watching um you know the tv show slasher together um yeah because we've seen uh what was it season one and season two we're season three we watched like 10 minutes in the first episode and then it was like well, yeah we need to go to bed yeah i mean from you know from someone who doesn't doesn't really 
you know, I like I like the the classics, if you will. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of Scream. Uh, I you know I'm a big fan of Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, Our first date movie. Yes, well, it was pretty much the entire box set, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was quite quite pleased when I found that on a first date, and, <laughs> and I was like, "You fancy watching this?" And we sat down and watched like three out of the box set. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> it was it was a few, um, but I think it was it was quite quite a slow burner to start. I know. A lot of slashers, I suppose when you're a film and you've only got, you know, 90 minutes maybe to play with, everything's, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> there you go. Oh, look, someone's died. Oh, another person's died and they're kind of hurrying it along a bit. But I think that that surprised me about Slasher was that it was very, uh, well, very slow paced. Um, but there was a lot of, you know, to its credit, a lot of character development. Yeah, I did like that about the show. Like, you don't... First season, we both kind of complained about for the first half of it, and then we were like, oh, oh shit, the, the penny's dropped, and there's something else that's happened that's causing problems. Yeah, I mean, I, I prefer... Out of, you know, the, the two that we've seen, I, I much prefer the second um, second series, but there were times when I feel that, you know, I could I could watch it, and then I could, you know, go off, make a cup of tea read a bit of my book, come back, and <laughs> nothing had really advanced that far. Yeah. I felt like that was season one, definitely. Season two was a bit more... After like, the first couple of episodes, it sort of amped up quite quickly, and the killings started happening. Yeah, and they were quite creative, some of them. Um, you know, no no spoilers for people that perhaps haven't picked up on this yet. But, you know, it's not just your usual kind of knife-in-the-back sort of series. Mm. No, I, I look forward to watching the, the rest of it. I mean, gosh, my, my watch list gets ever longer. Um, but no, it, it'd be nice to nice to see it. And it, it was nice that, you know, each, each season was, you know, a different story. Um, so it kind of meant that, oh, you, season one, yeah, there were good things, yeah, there were not so good things, but that's okay because season two is, is something new. It's not just just a, oh, God, what are they going to do now with these characters? You know, it very much pulled a kind of American horror story in that everything, everything was fresh, but you had some returning actors, uh, which which was nice to see. Mm. Uh, but yeah, would would definitely definitely recommend, but would say bear with it. Yeah, grit your teeth for the first two episodes in each season, and then you you'll be right as rain. <laughs> yeah. Although that bit will um... no spoilers. I know. <laughs> I know. Sadly, <laughs> but it's let's just say it's a bear trap scene, and if you know the dark humoured gummy bear video. That was on YouTube, God yeah. knows how many years ago. Yes, I think it was a viral video of the, I want to say early 2000s. Yeah, it's actually a pink gummy bear dan like, dancing over a hill. And say, I'm a gummy, gummy bear, gummy bear, just lands into a bear trap. But someone literally puts a foot right in it, in, into a bear trap. What part of no spoilers do you not understand? I'm just saying, I'm not saying who it is. Someone puts their foot in a bear trap and they scream in a very similar way, and it's just yes, it was <laughs> it was spot on pitch. I'll, I'll give them that much. 
Yeah, a part of me really wants to see if anyone's made a gif out of that. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Dear. (laughs) But yeah, I like... I feel that with a lot of slasher films, um, there's there's some where it's subtle and it's not subtle, damn it. You like that word? Yes, I do at the moment. It seems to be a favourite tonight. Well, it's not just like slash and stab and all that jazz and it's not just like a random jump scares with like loud music cues but when it's uh, almost a slow burn but it has creative kills in it yeah I don't know if that's because of the sort of I mean obviously we had the um, what should we call it golden era of mm. slashers sort of throughout the what would it have been kind of 70s and 80s oh yes um, you know and then we saw uh, again another resurgence um, kind of very early 2000s and you know I don't want to say that the market is oversaturated because you could say that about you know any um, subgenre of horror but you know the audience you know we, we know what we like but we know what to expect and it's nice when you know films come along that yeah that you know of course we get what we want but they do it in a in a different way where you can sort of sit back and go oh yeah that 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 was nice i haven't haven't seen that before Mm -hmm. i think while we're you know sort of flicking between the the serialized i think that's a word um horror i know it's been out a little while now but um fear street i thought that was uh I did enjoy that series. I need to do like a review episode for those three films because it's just lovely. Hmm. Like, I like the idea of the killers. I do. Part of me wishes that they had done like a short, short series or like um, mini one shots of like the each killer. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I can't remember if there wasn't uh, some rumours floating around the internet that they would. You know that 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 series would continue in in some form. Yeah, I think they wanted to, to adapt some more books into that sort of style because it had such a. I just got super excited when I saw it. Being a you know as as a kid, a massive Goosebumps um, fan, but also I don't know if you remember the book series Point Horror. I did actually. Um, two two sort of very popular. I say popular, I'm showing my age. Um, you know, got quite a cult following even now. Um, and it was nice to see that sort of adult version. <laughs> adult goosebumps. Hmm. Funny you say that, the uh, point horror. There was actually a podcast called uh, Don't Point That Horror At Me. And it's hosted by two people that like read and review the, uh, the books. Oh, well that's... Uh... That's interesting, I didn't know that. I do love their humour. Um, what was her name? Uh, Rebecca Dark and... Oh crap, who's the other woman? I can't remember. But I'll... We'll uh, pop it in the links, comments, descriptions, wherever you want to put it. Oh, I don't know, I'll tag them. <laughs> to let them know I gave them mention or something. Yeah. Yeah, I do love the humour and the funny as hell. Yeah. Word. Oh god, when it comes to slasher films, I'd, I love that I ha- they have like, such big followings. But when slasher film franchises go past like three or four, like they tend to <coughs> scream. I'm looking at you. <laughs> God, yeah, Scream Four doesn't exist to me. It's just it's like the fourth uh, Indiana Jones movie. It was just a fever dream. 
Yeah, let's let's not talk about that. No. But I'm looking forward to the new screen film. I do want to watch that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people that are that are fans of the franchise uh you know, will be will be just as excited. Mm. Oh, looking forward to it. I heard the kills are good in this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, it, it goes back you know, you're almost reinforcing what we've just said. You know, we, we like our kills and we like our stabby stabby, but every so often it's it's nice to nice to see something new. Yeah, like a, a Halloween, predominantly it's a big kitchen knife that's the weapon. Well, you're kind of restricted, aren't you? Because if you, you know, if you took any of our kind of famous killers, the minute you take away their bladed article of choice... <laughs> And replace it with, I don't know, uh, a gun, um, a, a club, a hammer. It's not a, not really a slasher anymore. No, it just comes across as like a, I don't know. No, I'm not sure. Just a crazed serial killer yeah. movie. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a word for it. And I'm sure maybe people who are listening are probably screaming at the... Listening device of choice. <laughs> it's like, dash you bloody idiots. <laughs> hey, it's been a long week. Yeah, it definitely has. I'm glad it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's nice that the, 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 the slasher genre kind of, you know, you've got your supernatural slasher and you've got your crazed maniac slasher. Yeah. I think there's quite a, a nice separation. Hmm. I mean, you're you're quite a fan of um, things like Maniac Cop and um, sort of Wrong Turn. Uh, Child's Play, rather shockingly, is something that I have yet to watch. Mm. Yeah, that's that's really gone through the run of the mill. Like it's got a child number six, something like that. Yeah, because hold um, on, they've got a they did a franchise and then they. St- uh, bought the franchise back with some newer films in the last like, five, six years. Is it doing a Halloween? I can't remember. I don't think so. But they've got a TV series now. I think that is like their version of the new Halloween films. Oh, well, you know, maybe it'll sort of reboot the franchise, certainly introduce it to people like myself who haven't haven't seen the originals. Um, I guess it's, you know, it's, it's not a, quite a nice thing to do, you know, given that the... Oh, well, the release date for... I was going to say, the more recent films, like Scream, that came out over 20 years ago. <laughs> That's not recent. <laughs> oh, God, I can, I can feel my age. <laughs> yeah, let me just... Uh, I'll just take myself off to bed now. <laughs> Have a come on my tea in bed. <laughs> well, it's bad enough you found a grey hair on my head the other day and I can't stop looking at it when I look in the mirror. <laughs> well, I asked you if you wanted me to remove it for you and you said no, so now you can sit there with your shame. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it may... I don't know. Um, well, some hollow queens with, like, bits of grey in their hair. Yes. Yes, there are. Maybe if I get a white fringe, I can be, like, a new version of Rogue. Or just look like a knockoff version of Cruella. Well, I'm not a huge fan of dogs. I do prefer cats. Classic lesbian. <laughs> you, you're giving me very little to work with here. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, back to the films. Yes. So, yes, interesting kills. Um, yeah, slashes tend to be very up close and personal. Yeah, you know, if you haven't got a 50-foot blood spurt coming out of someone's neck... <laughs> Looking at a fucking geyser. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but again, you know, it leans into that sort of... Well, I say blood and gore. I don't know, it's a bit... Um, I don't want to say lacking on the gore front. Um, bearing in mind, in my own head, I am separating blood from gore. Like, it's not like we have innards spilling out over the pavement in a lot of these... Um, a lot of these movies. Hmm. But yeah, you've you know you've got to see the, you know, wall kind of sprayed. Yeah, you have to see some kind of spatter, whether it's like a, you've hit an artery or you've lost a limb, or it's just like a, something. To, the killers like smash your head straight into like a wall or something to knock you out. Hmm. And I think, you know, the audiences that these types of films are are aimed at, kind of young. I say young adults, you know, kind of. 18 to well people over 30 like them i'm sure i think it's very reflective of the you know the, the characters in the movie mm. you know it's very rare that you see a slasher that takes place in a retirement home in fact i can't say as i've ever seen a slasher take place in a retirement home but then maybe maybe there are certain groups of people that by slasher standards and morally off limits you know you don't go slashing up old people you don't go slashing up kiddies but anyone in between fair game i don't know fair street 2 definitely went for the kids and the camp <laughs> yeah i mean that was quite i mean that surprised me more than the bed slice of death <laughs> a little bit yeah there were some very good uh, axe splat mm. moments um I'd forgotten about that bread slicer. I have not. I can't stop thinking about it sometimes. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, you know, instead of you, you lovely folks listening, if you don't fancy buying us a coffee, please donate for some therapy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would help a lot, thank you, dear. <laughs> therapy thumb near you. But yeah, I mean, even in some of the slasher films where the deaths happened from a distance, it didn't feel right somehow like in one of the Friday the 13th films uh, Jason fires like a ah oh, what was it it wasn't a like a scuba diving um tank, arrow... tank? no 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 it was like a um... harpoon harpoon that's the right word yes like a scuba harpoon crossbow thing yes it's just a harpoon okay <laughs> thank you dear but yeah it's the fact that he shoots someone from like 20 feet away with that and it just it didn't seem right for that film somehow no and i think another one that you've reminded me of was the uh the famous or should i say infamous uh liquid nitrogen head uh, smashing yeah i was gonna say splat but <laughs> there wasn't really a splat involved um no it was just bits of ice and skin <laughs> yeah i mean you know great great death there yeah inventive um, but, yeah, me no likey, no splatty. Mm. Yes, I don't want frozen bodies being smashed into tables. I want to see, you know, the classic Jason smashing someone in a, um, in a sleeping bag against a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Show me that, not the nitrogen. <laughs> I mean, if you had to choose your top three, what would you would you go for now i'll include you know any of the tv shows here but if you 
um, as you have done in the past, have said to me, oh, have you seen... I th I, I'm trying to think of the last example where we did this. It was something like Jaws. Mm. Now, a bit of background, I'm the kind of person that puts a film on with the best of intentions and about an hour into it falls asleep on the sofa. <laughs> um, so I'd never actually seen Jaws all the way through until quite recently, like without falling asleep. So if I came to you and said, oh, I'd, I'd really like you to recommend the best slasher um, that you think people would enjoy... What would what would you pick? Hmm. I mean, for me, it's going to be Scream every time. Yeah, I mean, would I be recommending it as like this person has never seen a slasher film before, or are they just kind of like no, they want to just... see some new material? Well, anything really, any any of the the films that you've mentioned or, or haven't yet mentioned that you saw it and you thought, yeah, that was a good film. I really enjoyed that. Hellbent. Yeah. I really enjoyed that film. And it, what what in particular sort of made it stand out for you? It was the fact that it was a gay cast. Like, it was literally, like, majority of it was literally, like, gay characters. And it was just likeable. Like, they weren't mono the minority and they all had their own personalities. They all had their own different deaths. <laughs> and it was just the fact that it was, you know, as far as I'm aware, like, the first, like, proper queer slasher movie. Hmm. And it really stood out to me, and it just—I don't know—it just warmed my, warmed my little heart a little bit. <laughs> yes, warmed your, your—I've um, forgotten the thing. You'll edit this out anyway. My <laughs> <laughs> cold dead heart. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say that. Liquid nitrogen. I was going to say it will warm your liquid nitrogen-covered heart. And <laughs> think, yes, that was a great tie in there. Oh, darling. No. <laughs> No, I just had an absolute brain fart moment. Yeah, it's fine, it's Friday night. <laughs> um, and I know that, uh, sort of in one of your previous podcasts, I'm never sure whether to call these things pods or casts, um, you did a feature with uh, someone from uh, from the Myco. Oh yes, MJ, yes. Yeah. Lovely bloke. Yeah, and I think, I mean, for anyone who's... Uh, it really into um, kind of I'll call it low budget but not low production value exactly sort of like indie with a bit of heart yeah I really enjoyed Slasher House um, I thought it was really well done it was really well shot um, I like the characters like the fact that it was like one girl versus a bunch of different killers yeah, I think because it was such a small cast and a small, I say small set, you know, it's not like we, we had massive location shoots. Um, it made it really, really likeable. Like, it was really personal, you know. You felt like you were kind of in the, um, you know, in the, the prison. I don't know whether to call it a prison or an enclosure. I'll call it a prison Yes, with them. Um, so yeah, for anyone who hasn't seen it um, or is interested in, in indie horror, uh, definitely check out um, the guys at Myco. They do lots of different stabby, slashy, <laughs> uh, supernaturally horror. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think Slasher House has definitely been one of my favourite that I've seen 
uh, seen recently. So yeah. By the way, it is my co, not my cho. Not some people do say it as. Oh yeah, I'd never thought of saying my cho. I did at first, and then I was like, no, something doesn't seem right there. So yeah, for all the listeners, Myco rhymes with psycho. That's actually a good way of thinking about it. Well, I, I guess that was where the name came from. I don't know. I, didn't, I need to ask. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's Mrs. Anna who's really nice as well. Mm, Just... they're, a, they're a lovely bunch. You know, give them a, give them a look up on uh, the old bake book. <laughs> um, yeah, Facebook, Instagram. I think they're on Twitter. Aren't we supposed to call it Meta now? Oh, God. I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know. I'll just call it Facebook. I'm not going to change it now. <laughs> Stubborn like that. Mm. <laughs> Fucking matter. Oh, well. Um, man, well. Even Wrong Turns had a bit of a reboot as well. Well, it's not like inbred cannibals in the woods. It's now just a cult in the woods. It just... I don't know. It's lost... I mean, even that had the, um, the unfortunate unfortunate fate of going on for so long that the storyline just kind of went inside the budget unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) and the interest of the audience yeah (laughs) i still don't quite get the uh the re-establishment of it though no what i was thinking about that is oh i don't know i mean it's kind of a slasher and kind of not Hmm. is cabin in the woods yeah i kind of is it a slasher I mean, it's... Well, it depends... Well, obviously, it it would depend on the um, uh, the ending, the method of sacrifice that the occupants chose. Yeah, yeah. I think it would also depend... Like, if they didn't have the... Yeah, I mean, if they did die the way they were meant to, I think it would have been a slasher. But mm. if it was a case of the what they chose, and it's more of a... Universal horror, like it's got a bit of gore, it's got the different colours in it. A few creatures in there. Yeah. Yeah. Good mismatch. Yeah. Mix, match. Is that the one? Um, no, I think mismatch is correct. Okay. Um, I mean, how many, f- how far do you think a f- horror franchise should go, like in particular, like slasher films, before they just become like storylines, just gonna go a bit like, like the glass from the straws now? I think that's a very uh, um, that's a very interesting question because I think you could get one film that is really really good, mm. um, but to capitalise on the idea financially, you know the producers the distributors have gone oh that that made us lots of money let's make another. Mm. So, I don't know. I think once you get to maybe number three... Four, a stretch, maybe. Mm, no, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw a, a soft line at three, <laughs> I think. Um, because, you know, at that point, you've... You know, number one has the groundbreaking ideas or the, you know, charismatic killer or the really likeable characters number two can expand on that but inevitably you're knocking off some more of the characters that we liked in number one yeah so by the end of number two you're probably left if you're lucky with one or two of the original cast 
Um, the original killer from number one will either be dead or, you know, there'll be a copycat or it'll... I don't or they're know. being resurrected from the dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know that's already whittled down or weeded out a lot of things that you would have liked about number one. Mm. Uh, so by number three, there's not really anyone left that you care about. You've already seen the same kind of killer twice before. So I think yeah, definitely for me. You know, one and two, I can't say one and two will always be great, but three, great, yeah, you might be wrapping up some, you know, final loose ends. Yeah. Um, but, you know, then then just stop. But I, I do feel like a bit of a hypocrite saying that, because, as you know, I'm a massive fan of the Final Destination series, and I would watch as many of those came out just to see what kind of weird, creepy death they came up with. I mean, yeah, I mean, with those ones, death death isn't really... Well, it's a supernatural killer in a way. Like, it's not a physical thing. You know, it, it's not going to be limited to just, you know, stabby-stabbing, shooty-shooty. <laughs> I think there are going to be some very interesting, or I hope that there'll be some very interesting slashes that come out. I mean, could you imagine trying to make a slasher movie based on the awful two years... Between 2020 and 22. When nobody's outside. There's nobody there to slash. Could you imagine some frustrated, masked killer trying to go around looking inconspicuous? As, as people are going out for like their one hour walk a day that we're limited to. <laughs> so, what, someone's out there, get them. <laughs> get me knife. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, my hour's nearly up. I better go home or it'll look odd. Crap. <laughs> I think it would be quite good. You know, and a lot of the, um, uh, you know, a lot of the, the technology that's, you know, I say coming out, it's very, you know, very futuristic at the moment. But, you know, the metaverse... What's the point in being a killer in the metaverse when you're not actually killing anyone, you're just stabbing avatars? That's a good point. Mm. Maybe, maybe it's like Kevin is like a storyline of someone that starts trying to get rid of, get their killer frustrations out in the metaverse, but at the same, so that they don't do it in real life. <laughs> Shall I tell her that PvP already exists? <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I saw inwards and outwards. <laughs> I like that one. That was a good one. <laughs> I made it funny. Yes, you did. I like it. <laughs> what would be a really good slasher for you? Like, would it be a killer that was inventive with... Uh... Do you mean what would be my ideal slasher movie? Yeah. <sighs> That's hard because it's not my, you know, it's not my favourite genre mm. of horror. Um, you know, I'll be honest, I get bored of it quite easily. I'm not interested in watching people that I don't know. No, that sounds really weird. Because... I was thinking that. No, uh, let me rephrase. <laughs> so, would you care more? If, would you watch it if it was someone you cared about? Yes, I'll have a slasher where all my friends just die. God. <laughs> no, no, what, what I mean is um, I struggle to uh, connect to a lot of characters in, in slasher movies. So I don't really care what happens to them. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, 
I don't know. I think oh, it's really, really hard for me because it's nice to see people that you feel deserve it sort of meet their end. But, oh, I don't know. It's just such a... It's such a hard question. Mm-hmm. You see, I would want a killer that was, you know, if if he gets sh- if they get shot, they actually get hurt, and someone that is actually uses objects around them to their advantage in a fight to yeah. kill people. Yeah, you just want less of the cliches, really. Exactly. I don't want someone that's walking around with a knife with a inside-out William Shatner mask. No. <laughs> No, I think, I don't know, it would be nice to see something inventive, like, well, I was, you know, the old sort of famous, or let's make a knife out of an icicle move, but, I mean, that's really not not that practical when all it does here in Britain is rain. Yeah, you're lucky if you have, like, half a day where there's a bit of ice out there and that's it. Yeah. Unless you get black ice, in which case everyone on the road forgets how to drive. Or just can't drive because it's icy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start off the greatest hunter. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, as much as I said I'm not a fan of slashers, I think they are as good to me as they can be. Because I do like the cheesiness. Like, I know that when I'm sitting down to watch one, I know exactly what I'm getting. I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't mind seeing one take place in an unusual setting, like a retirement home, where, like, the residents band together and fight back. There was actually a horror film set in a, a retirement home with uh, Elvis Presley as an, old, as, an, as an old guy, and there's, like, a mummy that's running around. Something like, a, what was it, Hubbertep? Hubbertep? So, something like Hubbertep, I'll have a look. <laughs> <laughs> If you know what I'm on about, you you, you know what I mean. <laughs> and if you're like me and haven't got a clue, let's just uh, back away slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Dear. But yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, creative kills. A killer that actually... I'd, I'd like a killer that has a valid motive. Or no motive at all. Someone's just doing it for the lols. There's loads of those already, though. Yeah, I know, but I really don't like it when you get these killers that have really weak motives, like, oh, you, uh, you didn't uh, you didn't love me enough as a child, or, oh, you stole my, don't know, toy dinosaur when I was seven. Oh, you stole my love interest. I must kill everyone. Yeah, it's a bit like, oh, mate, get over yourself. <laughs> I mean, there's... There's some films where motives can be alright, we don't know what the motive is. But there's some slashes where you watch it and it's like, okay, the motive has changed after a while, or they've added random things into the franchise just to spice things up a bit. Like in Friday the 13th, there was a teenager that somehow had telekinetic abilities. Yeah, <laughs> like if you, if you had a, a slasher film where... You have to go out and, or the killer has to go out and stab someone or somebody that they love gets stabbed. Okay, then. That might be interesting. Might already exist, I'm not sure. Hmm. Sometimes, you know, when we're sort of discussing these, I think, oh, yeah, 
yeah, that's a good idea, and then realise that, yeah, I've, I, I saw a film about that. <laughs> or that time when I was talking to you and I was saying, oh, I watched this really good film, and you were like, yeah, that was um, that was like a part of a series we were watching. Oh, the TV series, I should have died. Yeah, I was saying, oh, I saw this really interesting thing, and... This happened, and do you remember that? And you were like, yes, dear, that was a TV show we watched together. <laughs> I have a terrible, terrible memory for, for TV and film. I kind of wish they had more shows like that. I should have died. I wish they'd make more, more shows like that, because I actually found that quite interesting. Yeah, there's only so much misfortune, though, that I guess people survive through. Yeah, wait a few years, you get a series out of that. Yeah, baby. Oh, huge <laughs> Oh, dear. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we will. Um, I mean, do you think that there's been a a downsurge in, in popularity? I mean, we obviously know that things like Fear Street and, and Slasher, the TV show, are, you know, kind of introducing it to new audiences. But you're involved in quite a lot of horror chats and groups and things. Or do you think there's still as much interest as there was, say, 10, 15 years ago? That's a tough one, because I feel that there's... There's more of an interest these days for storylines. Like people want to know what the motive is. They don't don't just want someone that's like going around slashing everyone. Mm. They want to know. Oh, that there's a. They don't. I think a lot. Quite a few people don't feel like they they don't want to watch a film just because. Like they want to watch a film because there's something interesting about it. Mm. Mm. But I think as well as. You know, the the obviously, you know, the striking visuals and, and the blood splat. I don't think that we could kind of um kind of finish or make our way through this episode without mentioning like the the daddy of all slashers. You're raising your eyebrows at me, but you know what I mean. Do I? Yeah you do. What? Hitchcock's. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> you know, the famous strings and all. Oh yes. Um, which I haven't seen in a number of years, actually. I need to need to rewatch that. But that I think that was definitely the thing that, that I suppose the intro, or it is the one film that I can just watch over and over again in the slasher genre and not get bored with it. I think visually it's very interesting. Um, although I didn't realise until a number of times after I'd seen it that it was only shot in black and white because of the censorship at the time. Oh, because of the blood. Mm. Yeah, but I think that in itself gives, you know, gives the film a whole, a much more kind of brooding feel. Yeah, it was. It, I think it was like a bit of a happy accident that they did that. I mean, it was a good choice because of the censorship, but at the same time it's visually quite stunning because it's in black and white. Mm. I think if it was shot in colour, a lot of the interest that surround, surrounded it would have... Just not been developed yeah and obviously you know it's got a, a cult a cult following now oh definitely um but and i think really that's the you know that's the film that started it all probably you did anyway what are you wondering i, I don't know i'm having a brain fart oh. <laughs> but yeah um yeah if uh, anyone has any particular slasher horror favorites or ones that you really hate and just want to moan about. I love moaning about things. Let let us know and 
we, you know, I'd love to send me a list and I'll moan about the films that you hate. <laughs> we'll have a mini episode of Joe just complaining about the films. <laughs> <laughs> I'd sit there and listen. <laughs> I just like like hitting me head in one line as you come out with sometimes. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for this week's episode on slasher horror movies and TV shows and games. But uh, if anyone has any suggestions for things for us to watch or ones for us to avoid, just let us know on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and a few other bits and bobs. Just search for us on Google. If you're interested in any merch, I'm... I do appreciate it if anyone does purchase any and you can also buy us a coffee if you want to send us a tip or you can go on Patreon and find us on there and you can make suggestions for us there as well if you want to help out. So this was a lovely episode of you. Are you talking to me or your listeners? Well, both. <laughs> both, dear. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I enjoyed this one. It's a good little discussion. And yeah, chat to you soon. Stay squishy. <laughs> so cute. How can you do this to me? This is not in my soul. This, this is me.